Happy Chinese New Year, everyone. The official day is this Sunday, January 22nd. But because I'm not going to be live on um, the Sunday, I wanted to wish you all a very beautiful Chinese New Year of the rabbit. For those of you who are born in the year of the rabbit, this is a very important year for you because in Chinese astrology, they believe that when your year comes, because it comes every 12 cycles, when your year comes, something big happens. And that big could be either good or bad. So be very mindful of this year for those of you who are born in the year of the rabbit. This is a really important year for you. So I just want to say that and put that out there. And I released a video um, about Chinese New Year um, this morning um, about I did a whole Tao Oracle reading spread on the energies of 2023, you know, uh, with the rabbit energies. And so watch that video if you haven't done so. Um, it's, um, it, there's some really uh, profound wisdom messages that came out of the, the reading. So today, uh, as always, I'm going to be doing um, the I Ching Oracle readings for you. And um, I wanted to just, uh, I actually did, hello, everyone. Hello, Kelly, Jenny, good vibes. I love that, good vibes. Rajwinder, um, Shachi, what a beautiful name. Tree of Humanity, I love that. I love some of these um, these sort of acronym names that Jenny Jones, hello, hello, hello. Okay, so... Um, I wanted to deliver um, a message to you. I asked the uh, the I Ching oracles, and this is another deck that I have. Um, it's a deck. Um, it's a very simple deck. This is a very simple I Ching oracle deck. And I started to use this deck. You know, I love um, I Ching and I love tarot readings. And so I asked uh, this morning during my meditation, what message do you have for all of us for 2023? And the deck that I got was energy number two, energy number two, which is, uh, it's, it's, it's called the receptive, the receptive. And it says here, I want to read what it says about this uh, energy number two receptive. There is a time to lead and a time to let others lead. Devotion is the graceful application of service to something worthy as a mare willingly carries a kind rider over the earth. Her strength and nobility are not taken from her. So it is with humans when they allow themselves to be wisely guided rather than acting on their own initiative. And when I read this, I was so shocked because it is so in alignment with the rabbit energy. You know, the rabbit energy is all about more yin. It's about being reserved. It's about this tranquility. It's more of that yin energy. The yin energy is all about receptive, being receptive, being receptive. And so when I pulled this card, it was so in alignment with the rabbit energy, which is a lot more yin, the rabbit energy is reserved, it's more receptive, it's got good judgment, 
Those are all yin qualities. So what they're saying to you is they really want you to exercise that quality within you, that receptive quality. Now you want to be mindful of what you're receiving, right? Because you want to make sure that you're receiving the right, the right messages for you, for your soul's path, right? Because often we get influenced by, uh, by it could be even news or people or situations that do not align with our soul's path. And so when you become more yin and meditative and mindful, you will know, you will be receptive to that which aligns with your soul's path, that which aligns with your soul's path. So they want you to be receptive this year in a mindful, meditative way that is very in alignment with the rabbit energy, okay? So be receptive. It's not necessarily about taking initiative and taking action because the receptiveness comes first and then the action comes second. So that was a message for 2023 year of the rabbit that I wanted to relay to you. Um, so today uh, I'm going to be doing um, eaching readings in, the, in my meditation today. I did a, uh, I pulled out cards for Yelika, Alberte, and R. Hawkins. I pulled out three cards. And then after I uh, deliver the tarot readings for them, then I'll do some live readings like on the spot. Okay. So Yelika, um, Eaching Oracle number 31, influence, influence. Uh, so what it says here is influence is what moves us, whether that's emotions, inspiration, physical responses, or visiting spirits. Steady the power of influence by creating a place in your life to contain it. Good fortune comes from a more feminine way of relating, being open, and allowing space for new influences. What influence is active and what does it draw you towards? What is its place in your life? You know, this was really... Um, I felt like this message was very much in alignment with my other card, the receptive, is that what have you allowed, the, what influences are you carrying, are you holding on to? And, and they want you to sort that influence out. What I would write down all of the influences that you are holding on to, influences from the outer world, influences from society. And what influences have you held on to that no longer serve you? And what influences are you holding on to that align with your soul's path? So that's what they want you to look into is your the influences that you've allowed to happen. Because some influences will uh, make, make for great expansion and growth and other influences will will put us in a low vibrational frequency. So influence is a very powerful thing. So they want you to make a list, do uh, get an inventory of what influence, what influence you're holding on to. And those that align with your soul's path and your expansion and growth, you want to heighten that influence. You want to hold on to that influence. And those that do not serve you, you want to let them go. Okay. So that's the message for you. Um, so now we have here, uh, 
reading for Alberte. Alberte, they uh, and these all they all ask for everybody asks for general readings. Alberte, they gave me energy number fifteen, integrity, integrity. Sorry, I've got something in my eyes right now. I've got something in my eyes. Integrity. It says here to have integrity is to be at one with yourself and with reality. It means being honest about your capacities and not exaggerating the importance of your role, not caught up in a personal story or identifying work with identifying work with worth. You are free to do what needs to be done. What is the simple reality? How might you return to a state of balance? What if it didn't all depend on you? Okay, this is beautiful. Integrity. So what they're saying about with integrity is integrity with yourself with your inner uh with 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 your inner truth that's what what's important here because when you have integrity with yourself that you're not uh you know that that you can be truthful to yourself and have that self-awareness a lot of times it's about just having that inner self-awareness is that integrity then you can go out into the world and relate and be in situations in a way that puts you in your flow and puts the situation in the flow. But sometimes when we don't have the integrity with ourselves, what they're saying is, is that you could skew things, you can go off track, you could create chaos, you could create resistance, you could create low frequency uh, energies within you and around you. So it's important to remind yourself to take an inventory, have that self-awareness of, you know, what are the things that I should, what role should I play in this situation? Should I be more receptive as I, I pull that receptive card in this situation? Or should I take a little bit more action? Having that integrity, understanding, you know, there are also roles, like let's say you have a job and maybe, you know, you're not the person that should be the salesperson, right? You should be the person that's doing the books, the accounting books, right? You're the person that should be in the corner, um, you know, primarily with yourself doing, looking at numbers. And you're not the person that is going to be the salesperson. Well, understanding that, understanding your strengths and your weaknesses, because we all have our strengths and weaknesses there and weaknesses are not a bad thing. It's just, it's the yin and yang. It's the yin and yang balance. It's the dark and light balance, right? Everything has, everything is really in harmony. The creator God gave you certain gifts so that you could do this job and then gave a different set of gifts to somebody else to do that job. We all can't do the same job. We all can't be the salesperson and we all can't be the book, uh, the accounting department. So they want you to have integrity in that integrity in knowing, having self-awareness and allow others people to play the role that they should and you play the role that you should. And that brings that yin and yang harmony, okay? So integrity. Okay, so last one is R. Hawkins. R. Hawkins also wanted a general reading. 62, small exceeding. It says here, taking small steps, you're going beyond boundaries and structures, still paying close attention to them, responding and adjusting. This is a creative way to engage with the world. 
The call of the bird in flight reminds you not to go against your nature and overreach yourself. Scaling down your aspiration brings you blessings. What small things can you do to meet the needs of the situation? How can you take even more care? Small exceeding, taking small steps. You are uh, taking small steps. You are going beyond boundaries and structures. That is, that's a beautiful statement right there. Taking small steps, you are going beyond boundaries and structures. So taking small steps is not really a small step. It's really a big step. Why? Because the devil's in the details. The devil's in the details, meaning that you could have this amazing idea, this amazing vision, but if it's not well executed, you have nothing. You could have this mediocre vision, you know, an idea that a lot of people have had, and it's it's a it's an idea that's dime a dozen, but if it's executed properly, then you have a winner. So it's the devils in the details, and that's what they're saying here. The small steps, paying attention, not paying attention to those small steps will accumulate into something really, really big. That's important to know, you know taking those small and paying attention to those small steps as they accrue. You know, the Confucius says a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. A journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. And that's what they're saying here. Because when you start paying attention to those small steps, it becomes exceeding. The, you're building a momentum and that momentum gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So this is what they're saying. Pay attention to the small things, the small steps, because that can make all the world of difference in what you're going to be doing this year, you know, uh, in anything in your life, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's job, it's money or career. So those are the three, um, three readings that I did in my meditation this morning. So, okay, so now let's go to some questions and other readings. Let's see here. Okay, good vibes. Um, hi, Moon. I'm trying to release the trauma my my gallbladder is holding on to. What am I not seeing regarding that? Okay, you know what? Let me let me pull a card for you. You know, um, I generally, you know, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I you know I I first of all I want to do a disclaimer that I do not like to provide personal health, uh, uh, individual health uh, advice, because it's actually irresponsible of me to do it. It's irresponsible. So, but, but I understand. So let me just pull a car for you and see what the eaching oracles have to say. Um, did you also do my meditation on finding um, answers to health solutions? I have a meditation finding answers to health solutions, because, you know, a lot of this stuff really all the answers are within you. We've just got to move out of our own way to find those answers. And I get it. I get that sometimes we need guidance and help from others. So let me pull a card for you and see what the I Ching oracles want to say to you about the situation, what message they have for you. Okay, good vibes. Uh, so uh, what message would you
Oh, God. Okay. This thing really stuck out. And so uh, it, like, it stuck out like a short thumb. Energy number eight, seeking union. It says here, you are searching for connection and belonging, creating a new world out of relationships, following energy flowing from source. You can make the right choices while using self-examination to avoid mistakes. Beware of increased demands made of you, adding stress. Try not to procrastinate and miss the connection. Where do you belong? Is this a good fit? Do you choose to join? Wow. Wow. Good vibes. The message that they're relaying is that there is something, you know, a lot of times when we have trauma, right? We have trauma. Um, we have trauma, um, whether it's in all, and we're holding on to that trauma, whether it's in our gallbladder, whether it's in our liver, whether it's in our, um, you know, heart, whatever the organ is, right? We hold on to these energetic vibrational traumas, right? And so what it is, is there's an underlying, there's an underlying reason why we're holding on to that trauma. There's an underlying reason. So if it's the, I think the gallbladder is about fear, right? It's about fear, one of the things about fear is that we we don't feel safe. We don't feel protected, right? Maybe we had a trauma from as a child or from our past life that didn't allow us to feel safe and protected because, you know, maybe our parent abused us or maybe something happened, you know, whatever trauma, whatever that event was that happened to us. Uh, that made us have this fear and we're now holding on to it because, and a lot of it, we might be holding on to it unconsciously. And so what they're saying is, is that you're really seeking that connection and belonging, connection and belonging with the right people where you could feel safe, where you could feel protected. It's the right, it's the right energies around you seeking union craving union, craving union. And when you have those beautiful unions, you know, and it could be a union with source, with the creator, God, it could be union with other people. It could be you and also union with yourself. That union is going to tremendously help you in letting go of this trauma energy. That union is going to help you in letting go of this trauma energy. And so it's about seeking union, that authentic union, that genuine union, that unconditional, uh, unconditional love union with yourself, with God, and with others. And so I think that when you can, when you could cultivate that and nurture that union, those, those, those traumas can naturally disappear. Do you also do Ho'oponopono? I have a Ho'oponopono guided meditation. Um, and I use Ho'oponopono for so many things. I remember when I was going through my own health issue, I used the, Ho the Ho'oponopono. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. 
It's and a lot of that mantra is not that is saying I don't know consciously what is what I need to release, but my subconscious mind connected to my super conscious mind connected to the divine is going to help me release it. Let me give you the link to that Ho'oponopono meditation. Um, let me give you a link to that Ho'oponopono. This, this meditation, actually, a lot of people have used it and they have loved it. It's, 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 it's telling, it's saying, I don't really even know consciously what the trauma is, but the divine knows it. The subconscious mind knows it. The super conscious mind knows it. And they're going to help me to release it. So uh, use this Ho'oponopono um, uh, meditation. Okay. Good vibes. Okay. So let's see what other. Um, okay. I would love a general reading if you have time. Okay. Kelly. Kelly is here. Let's do a general reading um, for Kelly. Okay, so let me let me shuffle the cards and let me tap into the Ching Oracles. Okay, Kelly. 43, deciding. Energy number 43, deciding. It says here, tell it... Um, Asserting your identity and right to be heard is where your decision begins, but declaring the truth is dangerous. It stirs up old ghosts, inner and outer, yet better this than ignoring and neglecting them. Focus with clear intention and what you're moving towards rather than what you're reacting against. What do you stand for? How do you define yourself? What belongs in your realm? And where do you need to make a clean break? Deciding, deciding energy. Now, deciding energy is a very powerful thing, right? Because when we decide something, we set the motions of intention to the universe and the universe listens all the time, right? We're setting a powerful intention. Now, the thing is this, is that um, in deciding there is a certain level of having confidence and knowing who you are. Here it says asserting your identity and right to be heard. Because sometimes when we can't make a decision, that's because we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust ourselves. I Trust me, I, I know about this. <laughs> I know about this because there's so many times I'm like, you know, I, I, you know, I make a decision and I'm like, oh my God. Did and then I overthink it. I double think it. I triple think it. Right? We've all do this. So this is where it becomes the work of holding, holding true to your identity. Identity. What do you believe in? What um? What are your morals? What's your integrity? What culture do you want to have for yourself? And. Staying, staying true to that and asserting that. And when you stay true to that and assert that, you are deciding, you are making a decision. And then once you make that decision and you feel confident in this, that decision, you could 
put all of your energy in that direction. Focus your energy in that direction. But one of the things that they, they, they want you to be aware of, declaring the truth is dangerous. It stirs up old ghosts in inner and outer. So what they want you to do is sometimes we have to face, we have to face the shadows within us. We have to face those truths. And once we overcome, once we can, wow, we can face those truths, those, some of those shadows within us and really understand our truth, then we can have, uh, then we can really establish I, our identity. And once we've established our identity, because we've worked through all of those truths, we can then establish our identity and then we can, um, then we can, then we can decide. Right. So there's several parts to making that decision. There are precursor things that they want you to do before you make that decision. They want you to really be truthful to yourself. What are some of the things that I've got to work on? What are some of the shadows that I have that don't allow me to really have my own identity and assert it so that I could make a powerful decision? Okay. So that is the message for you, uh, Kelly Meredith. Um, yeah. Okay. Good vibes. Oh, I'm so glad that you've been doing that. Um, um, okay. Well, uh, I, I, did I share with you the meditation for clarity to find clarity? Cause I have a meditation on clarity. Okay. Okay. Jenny Jones. Okay. Uh, good vibes. Uh, Raj, Raj Winder Kaur. Okay. Here's a great question. I am new to feng shui and it's so confusing. Yes, it can be confusing. I would say what feng shui is really about, and, and it's like vatsu. It's like vatsu in Hindu culture. Feng shui is, um, you know, um, born out of the Chinese culture, right? And vatsu is born out of the Hindu culture. What feng shui is, is everything is about energy, right? Everything in this universe, including our bodies, our thoughts, our emotions, are all energy. That's what it really is. It comes down to energy. And so what feng shui is really about, it's about moving, flowing that energy through physical uh, objects in space, in space and time. So that would be your home. That would be your bedroom. That would be your living room. That would be your office. Because everything is energy. You may not see it. It might not be so obvious, but it is. So when you have a physical object, let's say you have this uh, Tibetan singing bowl, and it's placed in a certain uh, area, it will either flow energy or block energy. And when we have flow and energy, that means we can have prosperity and health money, career, relationships, businesses, right? We're attracting it more. We're allowed to receive it because the energy is flowing. Blocked energy does not is a low frequency energy and it prevents you from prosperity. And so that's the main thing that you need to know. You need to know that is the essence. Now, there's going to be so many books and so many things about you know, what we should do to flow that, oh, do this, do this, do this, right? 
Now, I always say this, when I, when I do feng shui in my place, you know, um, you know, there's so many tips and, and this person may say this, and this person may say this, and this person may say this. I say the, the essence is your thoughts create that energy flow. That's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, your thoughts create your beliefs that that your mind creates your reality it flows or not flows your energy your thoughts and emotions flow or not flow that energy and so if if you're not sure if you if there's like two different things like oh i'm not sure if i should put that uh, the bowl of lemons here or if i should do, if the, if you feel like there's conflicting views about the same thing right then what i would say to you Raj, uh, Raj Winder, I would say, which tip or advice resonates with you? Which one resonates with you? Which one feels good to you? And go with that. Go with that. Because it's important that you feel good about it, that it resonates with you. Because if it resonates with you, then you're flowing your energy. The most important thing is that you're flowing your energy, not the other person's that, not my energy, not somebody else's energy. So when you see different tips on feng shui, say, wow, does this resonate with me? Do I like it? Do I feel good about it? Do I feel joyous? Do I feel happy? Does it resonate with me? If it resonates with you, take the tip. If it doesn't, throw it out the garbage. And it could be my tip. If it doesn't resonate with you, throw it out. Throw it out the garbage. It's got to resonate with you. So you have to understand that when we do, you know, um, and there are certain, you know, of course, there's certain schools of feng shui and different things, but you're going to get all kinds of advice and suggestions, you know? So that's the simple, simplest way that I could help and guide you because I understand that you feel overwhelmed. So go with this guidance. Take what feels good to you. Okay, Rajwinder? Okay. Okay, Tree of Humanity, Diamond B. Wow, Diamond B is okay. She uh, Tree of Humanity wants um, a reading. Okay, so let's do a reading for Tree of Humanity. Eaching Oracles, what message do you have for Tree of Humanity? Eaching Oracles, what message do you have for Tree of Humanity? Okay. Okay, Tree of Humanity, this just jumped out. Number 19, nearing. Energy number 19, nearing. It says here, the greatest spirit draws nearer in an ongoing process of growth as you simultaneously pay, pay patient attention and take responsibility. Wow, harvest happens during the eighth month, but it isn't the end of the process of growth. Stay present to the ongoing cycle and do not only focus on results. How does this want to grow? How can you take responsibility for its development? What would you, what would your greater self do? Wow. The greater spirit draws nearer. So um, nearing, 
So tree of humanity, they're saying you're really on the right path. You know, there's a lot of things you about you energetically that is really on your right path. And it feels like you are on your soul's path. And, and so what it is, is that you're going to be harvesting all of this good energy at some point, you know, at some point. And that harvesting doesn't mean that it's the end of the growth because we never stop growing, right? We are eternal beings and eternal beings is about eternal growth and expansion. We are metaphysical, eternal consciousness beings. So we never stop growing, but there's phases, there's phases. It's like chapters and there's phases, right? There's a phase where you, 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 you plant the seed, it grows, right? And then it harvests and then you harvest and then you go back to planting the seed. And so you're drawing near to the harvesting, the harvesting. And so, um, you know, they, they want you to, they want you to be mindful of that growth, that nearing, that, 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 that you're getting closer and closer to that harvesting. How can you harvest? How can you cultivate it more? How can you give it more, more love, more support, more uh, mindfulness? How can you uh, make it grow even better for the harvest? How can you develop it in a more uh, beautiful way? How can you uh, take care of that, of this growth and expansion? Like if you have a little flower, if you have a flower that you planted and you're seeing that it's starting to grow like this, or, or let's say, let's say, let, let's take a, for example, let's take a food. Let's say you planted and, you know, um, a squash, a squash, uh, a squash seed, and then you're seeing it grow and grow and it's nearing harvesting time, but you could see that it's close to harvesting, right? That squash is going to be so beautiful, so delicious, right? And so you're nearing that, you're nearing that beautiful fruition. You're nearing that. And so they're saying, how can you cultivate that more as it comes closer to that harvesting? How can you be more mindful of it and make it even more beautiful, more magnificent, give it more love, give it more support? And so that's the message for you, uh, Tree of Humanity. What a beautiful, uh, beautiful message. And, and I'm getting such good uh, vibes from, from this message. Very good energy. And sometimes I don't necessarily get the best energy. So, um, so I'm glad that I, 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 there was a really good energy around that. Hello, Sashi. Okay, Sashi. Sashi wants some guidance. Um, wants a guidance card for the new year. Okay, Sachi. Oh, I had like a lot of cards just pull out there. Okay. Number seven, the army. It says here, just because something isn't the goal doesn't make it the enemy. Balance the focused and intense drive to get it done with a measured, disciplined approach. This will allow you to achieve your objective effectively with less collateral damage, good fortune without mistake. 
What are you aiming for? How can you get more from your strengths? Will all your efforts, with all of your efforts, are you creating the life you want? Wow, this is a really, you know, I really get this card. Really, really get this card. So it says, just because something isn't the goal doesn't make it the enemy. Balance the focus and intense drive to get it done with a measured, disciplined approach. That first sentence is so uh, so profound. It makes me want to think about a lot of things, even in my own life. Just because it isn't a goal doesn't make it the enemy. And so what they're saying to you is that... Um, they want you to, as you're moving forward with this year, right, there might be some level of focus and intense drive, right? Let's say you're starting a new job or let's say you're starting a new business, right? Everything is like that intense focus drive. Everything has to be about that building of that company. It's that intense focus drive. It's like the army, right? The army has discipline. And it moves forward and it has a mission and it knows what its uh, goal is, what its mission is, Yeah, right? When you're in the military, you know what that mission is. You don't even question it. And everything is focused in that intention, in that mission, in that goal. And what they're saying here is that um, uh, if you have to pay attention to things, what they're saying is, is, if, you know, sometimes we say, okay, if, if I have this high intention of goal to accomplish that this year, then that might um, put your attention focus just only in that. And then you might be missing out on something that might actually be uh, even more supportive of this goal and mission because you're, 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 you're like this tunnel vision. And sometimes we get into tunnel vision, we block other things out. We block other things out. And so what they're saying is, is that you want to be disciplined and be focused, but you also want to have some flexibility in being able to see things even in the peripheral vision. You want to stay open to that peripheral vision. Don't completely block yourself away from that peripheral vision because that peripheral vision can maybe make or break something in your goal, in your intention. And so, so, so that's why they're saying that just because it doesn't seem like it's serving that goal, like something is not serving, it doesn't mean that it's the enemy. It's like saying, well, I got to cut this out because, uh, this doesn't serve my goal and intention. So I got to cut this person out because this person does not serve my goal and intention. But you don't know why that person might be uh, there. That person might actually know somebody that they might introduce you to. You, you have no idea. So so always keep knowing that your 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 focus and your discipline, but always have keep your peripheral vision open, open. Open, open, because it, it might not be obvious that something is serving your goal. And if it's not obvious, you might just uh, break, cut off, cut it off. And by cutting it off, it might not 
uh, it might not have been the best for you. So that's what they're saying. Don't be so, don't be so, um, uh, don't be so tunnel visioned. Have a tunnel vision, but create little holes in that tunnel vision. So you could have some peripheral vision. Okay. So that, that's the thing for that. Okay. Sachi. Was it for Sachi? I think that was for Sachi. <laughs> okay. Um, cherub. Oh, R R Rajwinder, you know, thank you for your uh, beautiful emojis. <laughs> cherub C. Okay. Cherub C wants, um, uh, a reading. Okay. Cherub C. Okay. Cherub C number energy, number 10 treading. It says here treading the tiger's tail is perilous. So invite the creature's power into your life as protection, fertility, and blessing living in harmony with the tiger takes skill and care. Look to the intensity you are drawn to in the situation you are asking about. Its danger is there and also its potential gift. Where is the tiger? Do you know how to work with such power? I love this message. I love this message. And this message was basically in my video, the Chinese New Year video that I released this morning. This message is consi consistent with... Um, one of the cards that I pulled for that reading, which is 